We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Good Monday morning. This is Robert Fukui, once again, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast or Facebook Live, depending how you're listening to this, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. Uh, I'm still here in the state of Montana. For those of you then following some of my impromptu Facebook Lives, you know I've uh, been in Montana for a couple of weeks now. Um, started in the Crow Nation Indian Reservation in the southeast of of Montana. We spent a week with them. It was a it was a great time to to meet with some some people that wanted to start a business. Um, did a two day workshop with them, and then spent two days with some of the leaders and representatives of um, each of the six districts that make up the tribe uh, to help them develop a plan for the future. And it was a very uh, fruitful time with them and um, I'm going to be going back as well next month. And so just really looking forward to that, to see um, what I can do to help in, in some way um, to build a, a better community for them. That something that they're really passionate about and are really um, doing a lot of great things even, even now. And so uh, as you can see that I'm flying solo once again, um, uh, since I'm here in Montana, wanted to share some things, uh, a little bit of some things that um, that have hit me during these last two weeks here, but also just things I've seen in general. You know, the title of this, this uh, podcast is When Breakthrough Happens, or it could be in the form of a question. As a business owner, you might be asking, when is my breakthrough going to happen for my business? So for some of you, you may be in startup mode. Uh, you've maybe been in business for maybe just six months, a year, maybe even two years. And things just just haven't happened uh, the way you had planned out. Or for the others that have been in business for a while, but you're uh, looking for different ways to improve. And so maybe you're contemplating or have made some changes in the area of marketing or organizational structure, development, um, business model, maybe changing, uh, what have you. And I've, certainly as a business consultant, I've helped clients uh, in many er many of those areas um, make some changes. Um, and just from my own experience with other friends that have business and, and seeing what they've gone through. And so, you know, whenever you're making these types of changes or whenever you're starting a, a new business or a new venture, you know, that's always one of the questions that come up is, you know, when, are we, when am I going to see the fruit of these changes? Or when am I going to see the fruit as I start you know, this new venture? Uh, when is my breakthrough going to happen? And that's always a great question. It's one that's hard to answer, really, as far as giving a finite, exact answer. But what I can tell you is that the breakthrough typically happens right after the point of giving up. And so for some, I've seen uh, people and even clients giving up just way too soon. Um, sometimes maybe a day or a week or a month um, later, after the point of giving up, that's when some of the opportunities happen. But then they weren't in a position to take advantage of opportunities because they, they shut some things down. And I've also known and been with clients that as we push through, um, right past the point of wanting to give up because we're frustrated, we're not seeing the results we wanted. But when we push through that point of giving up, that that's when the breakthrough happens. 
So the short answer to this, and so I guess maybe you don't even have to listen to the rest of this podcast, but the short answer to when is my breakthrough going to happen is right past the point of giving up. And so I like to use this, um, and I guess an analogy or metaphor, I'm not sure what exactly what you would call this, but you tell me once you hear this, but there's a story um, uh, about Chuck Yeager, who was the first pilot to break the speed of sound. And so, you know, he was the first one to break the speed of sound, which means all the other ones failed, right? And so the, you know, what happens when the, especially in the aircraft back in those days, is when the airplanes started to approach the speed of sound or to break the speed of sound, um, it became very turbulent inside the cockpit. The plane really started to shake and vibrate so violently, in fact, that it almost felt like the plane was going to break apart. And so everyone before Chuck Yeager just pulled back on the throttle, pulled back on the accelerator, and did not push through um, to break the speed of sound. So when they interviewed Chuck Yeager, because he was the first person to do that, they interviewed him as well. And he he said, um, he basically noted the same things that all the other pilots before him did, which was, yeah, the, the plane got it, got, it started to shake violently. It got very turbulent inside the cockpit. It was scary. Um, but he said once he pushed through, in fact, the difference between him and the other um, pilots, not only did he just keep going, but actually he basically stepped on the accelerator. I know that's not the correct term for an airplane, but he basically stepped on the accelerator more and pushed through that turbulence within the cockpit. And he said once he broke the speed of sound, it became very calm inside the plane. So the plane actually stopped shaking, which is odd, right? So he's actually going faster but yet the plane actually calmed down. So I, I liken that to a lot of business issues and when we're making changes and we're trying to push forward some of the marketing campaigns or restructuring the organization, um, those, that change can be very uncomfortable and it becomes very turbulent inside um, and you get scared, you're anxious because you're not seeing the results that you wanted and you're sometimes you're spending a lot of money. Um, if it's not just money, it's just the time, the time commitment, the training, I mean, you name it. And so sometimes people give up and give up way too soon versus why not just step on the accelerator and keep going. And so that's what happens with, with, with Chuck Yeager. And then after you get through that point, that breakthrough, and things are working, things really start to smooth out. It really is in the process of that change is the most turbulent time. But once you get through that process of change is when things start to smooth out. You know, you got to allow yourself the time to implement the change because these things take time. So let's just take marketing, for example, because I have a lot of experience in that area. You know, whenever we, we set a plan for marketing um, and then we start to implement. But in the initial stages of any new marketing campaign, it takes a minimum three months, typically, just to start seeing some improvements, some fruit. You know, the first month is just a lot of data analysis and a lot of tweaking of the marketing message, the images that we use, um, the kind of subject lines we use in the eBlast e campaigns. I mean, you name it, we're always tweaking because even though we create a plan, we know who our target audience is. Um, but once you start to implement is when you start to see how people are responding. And they may not always respond the way you, you're thinking right off the gate, so which means you have to make some adjustments. And so during those period adjustments, you're not going to see a lot of fruit because you're just make, constantly making changes within the campaigns. But after about three months, you really start to see um, what's working, what's not. 
and then you start to focus in on the areas that are working and make some major adjustments to the um, the marketing collateral, the website, the landing pages, uh, the Facebook posts, the ads, and so forth. And then after three months, that's when you start to see some fruit. And then you still are making some adjustments. And then at about the six-month point is really when you start to kind of reap the harvest, so to speak. So within those first six months, there's a lot of a lot of change and adjustments, even, even after we've made a plan. And for some things like changing an entire business model or organizational structure, it will take even longer than that. So you have to be realistic about what it's going to take and the time it's going to take to see that that kind of fruit. But being in the microwave society that we are in, that we like to see um, the productivity, we like to see the results immediately. And unfortunately, it doesn't quite happen that way. Sometimes it does. Sometimes the plans work right out the gate, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. But most of the time, there's going to be some adjustments that are going to be necessary, even in the process of the change. Um, so you really have to have faith in the in the process and keep going forward. So like I said, many stop too soon. I had one client that um, actually wasn't a client, but it was, it was a friend of mine, but they just decided to do some mailers around the neighborhood and did one mailer and stopped because they didn't see, they only had one or two customers that came through the door from it. And they spent about five, $6,000 on that campaign. And so they said, well, it's not worth it. We're not going to do it anymore. It doesn't work. Um, those are something, you know, one mailer and stop is, is not going to, uh, you're not going to see the results you want. Typically, you really have to do a series of these. You have to keep going, whether it's monthly or even twice a month, but you have to keep sending them out and not sending out the same exact mailer with the same exact copy and the same exact imagery, but change it up a little bit. But you have to do a series of these so people get used to um, seeing it and knowing who you are, what you do, and where you are. Because the first time they get the mail, the mailer in their mailbox, they may not necessarily really look at it. The second time is the time they may not stop and look at it. And the third time is when they may actually be in the market to actually purchase your product or service. So one time out the gate, you're just hoping that there's somebody that's going to look at it, read it, and say, oh, I need this now. Whereas most of the time, your target audience uh, isn't in the market to purchase now. But at some point, they will. But if you just do one mailer and stop, when they are ready to make that decision, maybe three, four, five, six months down the road, you're not going to be front and center because you're not doing those mailers anymore or whatever other marketing campaign or advertising campaign that you're doing. So consistency is a big, a big thing in anything that you do marketing-wise. Um, I know a lot of people that they try Facebook and they do a couple posts, don't see any interaction or engagement, and then they stop and they say it's a waste of time. So I say this only to say that no matter what you do, marketing-wise or advertising-wise, you have to stay in it for the long haul. And as I showed earlier, even with what we do with our marketing campaigns, there's a lot of adjustments and a lot of tweakings for the first three to six months minimum, right? And we're prepared to do that. So we're just buried in the data every time and just constantly looking and then seeing, you know, what's working, what's not. Um, and the things that aren't working, we don't necessarily just drop it. We say, okay, how can we make it work better? How can we make it work? Um, is it just a bad idea or is it just something we need to adjust? So just because something isn't working off the bat doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad idea. You just might have to fix the approach. So, you know, plans can experience some setbacks, right? Like I said earlier, is that we set a plan, we make a plan. It uh, doesn't mean it's going to work 
beautifully and 100% right off the bat. So they'll always experience some setbacks. Um, but as I said just now, it doesn't mean it's the wrong approach. Um, and many times we make decisions out of fear and anxiety, which leads to wrong decision-making. So when we see things aren't working and we're, we know how much money and time we're putting into it, there's a lot of anxiousness that's coming involved and a lot of fear that comes in, into play. And so we stop. Um, or sometimes it's the opposite where because of sales aren't working and because of fear and anxiety, because we're not getting the sales we're looking for, or we want, or, or we need to keep the business going, we conduct or create a marketing approach um, out of that emotion. And that doesn't usually work. So whatever decision you make, whether it's um, an approach, a marketing approach or a business approach that you're going to go into, or as you're in the process of that, that change, you know, don't make the decision stop to start or to stop based on those kind of emotions or any emotion, really. You really have to um, make these decisions, business decisions out of a sense of peace where you're, 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 you're at peace and can make and can think clearly and can make decisions with clarity and focus. Um, patience is a virtue, like I said, persistence. Um, and uh, persistence and just uh, perseverance is going to be a, a huge quality for any business. And I've got a client right now in the middle of some significant changes. They're changing their business model, their approach to marketing. Um, I mean, you name it, one after another. And it's 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 a huge change. It's a huge shift within the organization. And some of the staff are pretty anxious especially the ones that are responsible for sales because there's one sales category, the one sales category that we're really um, just totally revamping. Um, there's actually the, the owner, the founder put a freeze on sales in that category until we make the appropriate, not just adjustments, but really creating the infrastructure needed to effectively sell and service the sales category, which I really hand it to the owner. I mean, it's, it's a huge leap of faith uh, because you are going to have to freeze um, sales for a little bit. So in the meantime, there's going to be little to no income in that in that part of the, of the, the business. Um, but it's something that needs to be done. They're really, it's, it's not a quick fix. You really need to um, spend the time to put together the infrastructure needed to appropriately relaunch this part of the business. And even in the midst of that, though, their income has actually gone up. Um, they've actually, they just said that they had experienced the best first quarter. Um, so we're just like, wow, this is great. Um, can't necessarily, you know, get really, um, say that the changes that we're making is the responsibility, um, because we haven't really, uh, fully, we haven't relaunched or launched this, this new model, but there's other aspects of the business that can still produce income. And those areas have really picked up the slack and not just picked up the slack, but they're actually um, so much so that they, they were having the best first quarter ever. So I like to say that it's God smiling on this process and saying and confirming that, Hey, we're on the right path. Um, but we're still, even in the midst of this freeze quote unquote, there's some areas um, or some of their partners that are instituting this new uh, process, this new business model, and they're seeing fruit. So we are already seeing signs that it's the right um, path to go on. And we're very, very confident that this is going to be, in a lot of ways, a game changer for the business. But the patience and the faith to to stop and make those adjustments uh, before you move forward is huge. And so patience is a virtue. 
And like I said, this this client of mine, they're just uh, just really got to hand it to the owner for really taking that step of faith to do what they're doing. Um, so I hope this helps. You know, hope this helps answer the question: Is when breakthrough happens, um, that it gives you the faith to persevere and push through when things aren't really going well or the way the, the way you you would like to see it. That continue to push through, and right before or right after the point you feel like you should give up or want to give up, that the breakthrough is going to happen. Um, and in the midst of this, just really look at what's going on and and analyze what's going on and make the adjustments. Um, when, if something's not working well, it doesn't mean to stop it. It just means you might need to make some changes. And where things are going well, you just keep pouring on to that. You keep investing into the areas that are working well for you. So anyways, I hope that helps. Um, you know, certainly um, it's happened in my life, my own experience, my own business, as well as my clients, as well as also friends that I've seen um, with business. It's just past the point of giving up is when the breakthrough happens. So I hope this helps for you. And uh, once again, thank you for listening. If you have any other business questions or topics that you'd like to hear more about, email me directly at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I the number 61 businessdevelopment.com or go to the Facebook page purpose and profitability. And you can just, just type your questions or comments there. Um, and then tune in next week as I go live once again. So thank you for listening. This is Robert Fakui and remember purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.